0: of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com/michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise, from T-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes, available in a variety of styles, including a very, very cool new one. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and Buy Me a Coffee, should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. we have a winner drag race belgique put their girls through the ringer to see who would ultimately snatch the crown so did the right queen win don't try to jump the queue if you want me to dance with you get in line (laughs) bitches it's time to dance as we party with the fierce precious envy hello hello i'm back 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 again listen that song had a good hook and that was it
1: I will say, yeah, I didn't mind the song. I thought it actually was a pretty good, like, original track for Drag Race. Um, but yeah, that little, little, little chorus uh, stand in the queue, don't jump the queue, or just to dance with you. I thought that was a little cute. I thought that was a cute little.
0: Queue if you want me to dance with you, I thought fun. that
1: was a little cute little, little hook. So I was like, yeah. okay, this is
0: cute. But we'll talk about it because I have mm-hmm. a lot of other opinions about Mr. Man of that <laughs> song. But. <laughs> all right um friends as always i must leave a disclaimer this is an podcast we're discussing reality to the show characters who's through us reality introduction we are still with the editing intelligence wants to see We reacted with the prison Yes, these real people don't have to go around just in a graph but they also presented in a position to be discussed with the podcast we're interested to discuss reality television the show we're here finale this is it no more drag race Belgique until next season
1: the first it's of many good. international seasons came to a close this week.
0: It's true. It's true. First winner of 2023. Um, overall, I think it was it was a good start. Um, I think as we go through this r- recording, we'll we'll have some other feelings of how it can be improved. Um, but it 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 has a good f- foundation.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I would say the it started off really strong and then it had like a couple hiccups. And then you're like, okay. And uh, I, I wasn't surprised by the by the queen they announced, um, but it did feel like the judging panel was I don't It just felt like if you weren't sure it was her, they made sure you knew it was gonna be her. It was, yeah, it was very weird. heavy-handed. It was running. a very heavy-handed, <laughs> even though it was like it didn't need to be.
0: Not at all. Not at all. Um, let's go through it. Boop out. Suzanne feels it strains with just them three. Um, goodbye from Mr. Bob. Um, <laughs> is that a new thing? Do we just learn that as viewers?
1: I think we might have learned it as viewers because it was something that they brought up in Untucked right. when uh, when Mocha, I guess it was what Mocha called Boop, but it was something that I don't think was ever really said in the, um, the word I don't think they know. ever caught it on film, but it was It's probably one of those inner jokes, probably one of those cast jokes that, right. that you know that they're doing, but you never know if it's going to make the edit or not.
0: Well, they're all psyched to be the final three, rather, the Supergirls. <laughs> it's now time to pull out all the stops. And when it's Drag queen who says the crown is hers, well, the edit told us what to prepare for.
1: It shorted.
0: Our three Supergirls dance in with some ass slapping reminiscent of UK Han. We always love a little UK Han moment. Quinn knew from the very first day that she would be in the top room. Uh, it was not bad of an adventure, but what is in store for them today? Dancing for fuck's sake. They just went. Oh, yes.
1: And they're going to dance.
0: Susan wants to sing, dance, and die on stage one last time to prove who she is. Have you ever died on stage?
1: I've fallen on stage. Well, times. on
0: purpose or accidentally
1: accidentally just it's when they like you know uneven stages heels getting caught you lose your balance or you like wearing platforms that are way too high for you and you're like as long as I get you don't fall in a number but as you're walking up stage and trying to get a hold of something that wasn't sturdy it's like boom and I'm like I was sober I haven't drank yet and I'm and I'm like falling like I'm drunk
0: why did you at Rock Bar like that? Of course they have a wonky stage. That's what they I was on it on
1: Friday. There were just too many bears. That's why it's wonky. Oh, there it is.
0: Um, <laughs> Athena has already won by making it to the finale. You know, I hate those girlies when they say that. Don't give up. Still a fight to be had. It is that
1: kind of kiss of death of like when it's that thing where you were. I think I think you said this. I think we talked about it before, where it's like in the when Rue has them for their final like tic-tac lunch thing. Yeah. And someone says, I'm a winner just by being here. It's like, girl, you're not making it. Nope, not a chance. She 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 doesn't want you to be a winner just by being here. She wants you to say, Oh, I envisioned I was gonna be in the finale since I since I walked in. You know, exactly.
0: I mean, Clan Cunt has her sword out careful. Mm-hmm. It's time for one last awkward message from Rita Vega. Uh, this is it. Rita arrives and finally fashion. What is that jacket? Would you wear it? Transparent realness. Uh,
1: her, fa- I've said this before. Her fashion this season just would, it went from very, she's had high highs to low lows and then the rest were just like mid. Yeah.
0: Um. It really felt like one wrong move that thing was going to break apart. Yeah. It's the grand finale, and they have to show their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent to achieve the prize. For this final maxi challenge of the competition, they will write lyrics to an original song titled "Fears." Yes. Susan is more excited than scared. She has never written lyrics to a song before, but like many of the other challenges, she's done things she's never done before. And I was like, okay, edit-wise, that's an interesting piece of information. Are we going to watch this, an underdog take it? I don't know. Now to spice things up, they will have choreography from dancer Elena.
1: Just Elena.
0: Is she famous for anything? Did she dance for a show? What does she do? I mean, all I found is like she's done choreography for Just Dance.
1: Remember that Uh, game? Oh, the... The video game. I yeah, I was terrible at it.
0: Yeah. Uh she's done like the recent years and she's done Dr- uh just dance belgique. Um but she's here now. Good for her. Yeah, okay.
1: I guess me one thing if they had like um like I guess their version of like dance with the stars and it was like exactly. here's like here's a like, dancer from that, but it's like yeah, I think I it's like one of those that. things where it's like for I think a lot of it is with the international seasons, they don't give more. Than this, the basic audience knowing who they are, meaning like the Swedish P pe- or the Belgian people. I got, I was getting serious confused. Uh, the Belgian people, they, they're all mixing in my head already. Um,
0: you should take a journey through my brain. Uh, exactly. Oh my
1: God. I swear, in my head, the cast, I'm like, I have a dream cast between the two. Or I'm like, oh my God, this would be an amazing season. Um, but it's that thing where it's like, they, They expect that the main audience viewing is going to be the native tongue, so they probably aren't giving, like, all those little things on, this is what this person does, because they expect that those people already know who it is, but yeah. I don't know. Even if they just did like, if World of One just put a little blurb up, being like, Elena, n- known famous for duh, 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 just to be like, hi, we're going to do a pop-up video for like on Wow Presents, so that do way, you, like, rem- you know. okay,
0: wait, wait. Speaking of, do you remember when Logo would do the pop-up video version of Drag Race um, episodes?
1: Didn't they only do it for season one because they called it the no, lost season? No, they, they, did they do it, they for did more? it for
0: multiple seasons? Yeah. Um, and you uh, have Rue pop up and say certain things. Oh my god, that because that's how I watched some seasons. For, uh, because I started with season eight and then had to go back, and those were like the only seasons available. I oh remember, my god, those were fun
1: because when cause season one for a long time you couldn't find it anywhere because I think it was a rights you, issue. I could not see the, it either. Yeah, it was because I think it was like the music. They, yeah, they paid too the much music. for the music. It was the music. So I remember when they brought it back. It was like called the Lost Season, and Ru was like, and I'll, and we'll be doing pop up like information messages throughout the episode it. because it'd been about like three or four years at this point when they did that. So I don't, I didn't remember. I knew they did it for season one, but I didn't know they did. She did that for other seasons as well. Oh, yeah, I think okay. I think it might have been one of those like oh we're gonna do a special like re airing of the season back when you know they would take a year between and there were no right. all stars to keep you to keep and you no international
0: seasons no international
1: seasons so yeah I think they did yeah it was like those are the fun things they used to do before like it became like you know a conglomerate
0: right all right well the girls set off to start listening to the song they really liked the song and find it catchy. Always important for us fans to catch on to. Let's just hope their execution is worth the desiring. <laughs> well, Drag Queen will propose that they go write their lyrics on their own and then come together to help each other. Good plan or just a setup for sabotage?
1: I think it's a like- a little, little from column A, a little from column B, like you can probably, it's either going to be like, you don't want to be like, oh, I like what you're doing. So I'm gonna do something similar. Yeah. So it can be like, let's go away, come back. And then like, kind of see if like, oh, let's see if we can kind of help. I think I like when the rooster, when they do the verses where it kind of feels like, oh, they're all on the same page on what they're talking about. <laughs> And then you have the ones where it's like it just feels like you wrote three different songs, and they're like yeah. and now, now it feels like I'm listening to three different songs that were mashed together that make no sense.
0: Well, as Tina sits to write her lyrics, she is struggling to find something to fit in the tempo, so she writes out potential lines to see if it fits. Uh, Susan is writing the typical Susan lyrics, but also mixing it in with her experience on the show. And Dry Quinn is ready for a super deep political song that will be a summer hit. We love dry humor. <laughs> With so much content to cover, we are already on the main stage to record the track. Say hello to Laura and Eric. They made the track. And here's what I'm going to say. Sure, this Eric character might be handsome, but his voice needs to stay far, far away from the final product. But we'll get to it. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, he was cute though, sort of, kind of,
1: maybe. He, 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 was, he was cute, yeah. You think they do it? Him and Him and Laura? Yeah probably um, he, he right, might right. he might be one of those heterosexuals they bring on board probably
0: uh first up is susan uh she's very talented but she tells us she is not a singer she is putting her trust in their autotune which <laughs> is what i would say too
1: i'd agree i'm like i i, I used to do i did choir growing up so i mm-hmm. could i could catch a note but i was like i was never good as like I never, tra- I didn't train hard enough in it. So it's like, I think I can sing a song well, but I don't think I'm like a singer. Yeah.
0: Well, we will essentially hear Susan's entire verse as she goes up and down with pitches and vocal characterizations. Erica will advise her that while her first take was great, she was rushing a bit. Time for another take. For her, very fun, very on brand. But before she leaves the mic, she asks if she will be getting auto-tune and Laura says, no, it was perfect. Sweet, and I was like, wow, what look at this edit we're getting, from
1: Susan. All right. Exactly, they were giving her such a nice edit. Now it's time
0: for Tina, who is a bit stressed, but she will do her best. Uh, she is concerned for the tempo as she was a bit ambitious. Uh, she thought she was Nicki Minaj on her track, <laughs> girls. Y'all watch, some of that Bitch. don't try to be nikki and she mm-hmm. won't read you for it. Now, after Laura gives her a breathing technique, it's time to record. Uh, she is spitting out words, and well, she is a rapper of sorts, but her timing is very off, very rushed. Breathe, articulate the words. I will say it's very funny when they have them record and remove the underscoring because then they just look and sound like a crazy person.
1: They do. And also, too, it's like I think I always love it, the girls who try to do so much in their lyrics to record it but i'm like you also have to lip sync this and you always get, and it's always Literally. the ones who do too much forget and they can't keep up with their own lip sync
0: well she thinks her rap went over well and she's happy now we have drag queen who's feeling bad but laura tells her that they're chill people they feel like they would be chill people they probably like add an edible before they went on to that main stage
1: they probably did they're just like, let's relax, let's have fun. And they're musicians. They're like, all about the beat and the vibes. Yeah. And then it wants her to relax
0: because her shoulders are touching her eyes like Uncle Fester. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a funny line. I'm here for
1: that. <laughs> well, just, that's like, perfect. That's for her perfect boy drag. It'd be Uncle totally. Fester.
0: I mean, this is she did have that Uncle Fester vibe for her talent show, look. Oh, yeah, with like, like the big shoulders. Yeah. Mm hmm. Susan says this is a typical Quen. She doubts herself, but when they all when they all know she can do it, as she has proved in the talent show. They tell her the first try went really was really cute, and her looks very good. Laura again tells her to articulate, and we know that Quen is just a cunning linguist. We learn that she will end with a fart joke. How profound! <laughs> Michelle Visage would be so ashamed.
1: Uh, the doors Rockham Soccer opened.
0: Um friends, when you get to finally listen to my uh dragcon UK um part two, uh you will hear Rockham comment on when I ask her about the farting. <laughs> She's not happy about it. Anyway, it's now time for Laura and Eric to put their final touches on their Euro Trash Pop hit. Um uh, are you a fan of Euro Trash pop music?
1: Um I don't I don't like it. Go out like go out and search for it, but when I find it, I usually love it. Yeah,
0: that's why I love Eurovision. With a bit of a scene change on the main stage and a costume change for the girls, it's time to dance. Joining them is Elena Gambadella. She got a last name. Yeah. Uh, she is wearing cheetah print, so she is making Michelle Visage proud now. Mm-hmm. I really do want to figure out the mystery of the white T-shirt the girls are wearing. It's not like it was even for lighting designers to get the lighting looks right because they all are wearing dark fabric in the final product. What is your theory for this basic costume change? Why are they wearing white t-shirts?
1: So they can see them sweat.
0: I was like, this is not them. Like Susan, maybe because she's worn like workout attire. The other two was like, did you give it to them? It doesn't even fit their bodies. It was weird.
1: Yeah, it was just. I just saw it as maybe they just had like, "Hi, we're not going. We're just like you just have put on something simple for the dance rehearsal because they're going to be like need. You're going to because they're going to change again for their interview with Rita, and then you have right. like then then it's like here's your other look for the you know before you go in. So I wonder if they just gave them like, "Hi, here's some basic dancing attire so that way you can just perform." Yeah, very strange yeah
0: all right well elena will be bringing out two backup dancers for them and susan is very giddy dropping into the singing nun voice (laughs) um it's very nice to see we have a man and a woman dancer Mm -hmm. versatility diversity now as elena starts with a group it's clear susan is the standout of in the choreography department Elena is very strict about feet formation, despite knowing it's only a short amount of time to get this dance challenge done. The girls found the dance a test, but it looked very simple routine compared to some others we've seen in recent times. So um, maybe they're just not as good as dancers as they made it out to be.
1: I, yeah, I did think the, the uh, their dance moves weren't as intricate as like I can step we, as we see it, it was like I didn't I was like you know I I give me basic dance moves I, I'm not gonna be able to do half the shit that they when they're on the US seasons and they're like if yeah, do this this and this you're like right. what 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 uh okay not gonna happen um yeah I didn't mind the basic dance moves or so I, so- I was like they have a lot going on so I'm just like why what I always feel like when it has finale it's like they're already doing so much that like, it, I'm like, if you simplify the dance moves, it's not going to take away from the track that they made. Like, they recorded verses. The main thing you should be watching, listening, looking out for is how well were the verses they performed. Um, like, what kind of story were they doing there? Because I'm all, if you doesn't, I'm all. You could do great in the dance move it's like and it feels like all oh, they're going to be looking out for her. you were lovely but you're you missed that one step so that's why i'm deducting that's 15 all points well and
0: good but i don't want to watch just dance on tv i
1: want to see <laughs>
0: i want to see um katya get lifted up in a split that's the well that when it's
1: all stars i expect more from a girl than then this is your first time out you this can is, do that because they've been you know we know who they are and what they can do at that point
0: yeah. Susan didn't find the steps to be hard as she's done dance classes since she was a kid. This isn't, she's in her element. Quinn says she's in pain, but her and her sisters are lady warriors and they are going to get it done. <laughs> Athena says she did her best even with memorizing the steps being hard. And Quinn's feeling the pressure to perform, but she won't sleep so there are no slip-ups. So in this portion of this show, we're, we're learning, okay, Suzanne seems to be the winner of this challenge if we're still yeah. going based on a challenge.
1: Well, I thought Susan should have won the last challenge. E. And All when right. she was called safe, I was like, oh, okay. I see, what, I see what you're doing, Belgium. I see what you're doing.
0: Well, there may not be no Tic Tacs in Belgium as they are replaced with some frites. And unlike some franchises who send their supporting judges for a chat with the finalists, it's Rita sitting down with each queen to discuss their journey. Did you like this, or would you have preferred it to happen with Luffy or Moosey?
1: I think I don't think I would have wanted Luffy because I, I think her personality with these girls is very like, okay, girl, we get it. Yeah. Um, I, I think it would have been cute if it was Rita and Muffy together, like kind of how they do it with like Rue and Michelle, like having two of them to talk to them uh, to kind of get more. Um, of the judging panel that way. Yeah, it's it's interesting
0: because like in recent time, I'm sure I'm missing a couple here. Um Philippines gave us Mama Pau and Cal Karen.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Italia gives us Chiara and uh, that's gold. Um in uh Espania it's unlocking. So like there there is precedent for both versions. Yeah. I just wanted more mostly on my screen.
1: Oh I know I know you wanted him more. I know and I, I I know. Uh, I did enjoy that we actually got to see them eat. <laughs> I know I was right. like oh Michael's loving this.
0: Okay. So before we begin, can we talk about those few camera shots where they we see the girls in mirror reflection talking to Rita? That cinematographer deserves a raise. Stunning work, my friend. Good job.
1: They were doing some really good camera work when it's just like here's an angle and you got the mirror shot. I was like I mean, ooh, this is good. This is fun. Uh, Susan is first
0: to take a seat and immediately grabs a fry. Susan will reveal that she had her doubts and is surprised to be in the finale. Her goal was to make it halfway. Then she hit the halfway point. She felt comfortable. Something clicked in the middle of the season. So Rita asked Susan how she was born. She says when she first did drag, the character was automatically born. She's inspired by her mother, who is very theatrical, as well as her aunt, who has always been flamboyant. She says that, that her mom is her biggest fan and Susan's personal hero. And we're going to see some cute photos as a, like, Oh, okay, we are diving into this. So adorable. Rita mentions her parents' situation and asked how it shaped her, and Susan says that it wasn't always easy. Her dad moved to France after the divorce, so it was harder to see him, but he also was surprised when Susan came out. It was not huge drama, but he didn't believe her as she was only 14 years old. He would tell her it was just a phase and other really cliche stuff, but it hurt her deeply. Susan says that when your child comes out, there are only two things to say. I love you, and this changes nothing. She also believes that coming out should not longer be a thing. She notes that people who are straight don't come out. They're straight. It's not necessary. She's an activist when it comes to this. She believes that you should never hold prejudices and think someone is one way or the other. Okay. I like this interesting backstory we haven't heard from Susan this season.
1: Mm Hmm. I don't think yeah whenever she gets any of like the little mirror was it talks. like the mirror talks um I, yeah I don't think we've ever really done any deep dives with her or have or they've shown us any deep dives because you know once they realize where you're at they'll like be like well not air this because we're going to air it. we're going to really use it later
0: Now is victory in the back for her. Susan says she always has doubts, but she believes she can. A few weeks ago, she would have laughed it off, but she thinks it's possible. Okay. Next up is Latina. She has reached the finale. Did she know she'd make it this far? Well, she says she didn't know, but she wanted to. So she worked hard before and during the competition. She wanted to make the top four, but top three is a bonus. Let's learn a little bit about how Latina was born. Well, she has always been in existence and she brought her to life in September of 2018. She was at a bar in Brussels who had an amateur night where they took ten people who wanted to try drag. Edna did her makeup that night. Aww, we don't really have that kind of amateur night in New York.
1: No, I feel like it's all. I I feel like every time there's an amateur night, it's like it's not like, hey, you're in the audience, let's do it. Unless you're doing something kind of like a bad drag kind of thing. Right, right. I think I think I've had that where like I I remember that years ago where they used to do that where it'd be like hi we're just gonna put like three people in drag right. but not like a hey you should i think anytime they do like a like a drag like a drag virg, virgin night virgin virgin i keep on saying virgin, uh virgin night it always feels like you wanted to do drag so you just like kind of like you right. signed up to do it for like that once and see what happens um but yeah i don't feel like we have any competitions that are like Hi, you've never done it, so we're going to put you in it for the first time, have someone beat your face, and like, I think that'd be fun. Um, I think so
0: too. I'm here for it. Well, she says being on stage was a revelation. She had her doubts, but then the heavens opened. This is what she wanted. She found it liberating. Before getting in drag for the longest time, she thought she was non-binary and wanted to be a woman, but drag helped her realize that was not the right path. She wanted to be a man and a woman. She wanted to be both, but drag helped her materialize this. She says it felt good to have the keys and some answers to the questions in the back of her head from all these years back. Now, Rita says she has become a role model as that scared her. She says it stresses her out a bit as she's still learning herself and doesn't know what she can offer. I found this a really, really interesting conversation because I don't think we hear about that kind of thing on a regular season of drag race all star seasons. Yes. The Queens will discuss what it's their impact has meant but I don't think Queens quite realize once you're on the show, you are going to walk out of there and people are going to look at you as somebody. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's an added pressure that the Queens don't realize they have to have?
1: I think so. It's I think it's one of those things where they know going in, especially now with social media being what it is compared to what it was like when the show first started. Because you do have that thing where you hear people say like, girls don't fight as much or they're not as catty with the later seasons because they don't want their image to be like like you didn't want to be like have something they say be used to excuse me uh, be used against them uh with like you know the the rabid fan base as it is so i think it's like either i think they don't realize that There's a pressure of like of the role model, but I think it's a few different things. Like you go on the show, you just by being cast means more people are going to know who you are. Um, You're going to be seen in a different light going forward. And it's a lot of it. I think it's going to be like you're going to have to choose what you do with the platform now that you have it. Right. Um, And some people, they can't take the, it becomes too much of a pressure. And they're like, I'm good with just, you know, sinking back to like local status as it were. I don't need to be global. So I think, yeah, I think it's like, it's gonna affect girls differently, um, especially as this just keeps growing. But having, but the fact that it's now so large, I think you have more of a support network of other queens that have gone through it. So you can have, I guess, a safety net and it will of of something. I'm trying to, I'm going on a tangent. I can't get back to it now. Uh, But I think it's like, to wrap it up, I think there's a support network of all the other queens that have been through it. So I think you have resources to kind of help you, to help guide you when it gets to be too much. I think it's like what I've, trying to round out my, my, my ranch from there.
0: That's fair. I mean, for me, I think the role model part is is a thing that I don't think any of them really acknowledge as a thing yeah. that will happen because you are especially now you, you become the voice of a generation, especially here in America, this cast of seeds of 15, they're the ones on screen right now. They're being mm-hmm. asked to speak out about the political fights yep. going on. Not everyone's prepared for that. Not everyone is a, is an activist in that sense. And and also think too. It, it's one of those things you have to realize: you're going on drag race, you're going mm-hmm. to be seen by people. You are a role model, whether you want to be or not.
1: Yeah, and I think it's for the for the girls who are younger. There, it's like they're like they're in their mindset. They're like, "Oh, this is all fun and games. I don't have to worry about that until later." It's like, no, you have to worry about that now because later you might have you might not have a later. Because like, of how shitty things are, things are right now. Right.
0: Well, can Tatina be Belgium's next drag superstar? Well, she hopes so. She has the confidence to do what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. She will take a fry for her and a Rita, and that's for that. Finally, <laughs> it's time to chat with Drag Queen. Hmm. Now let's chat Fritz and Frikandel because that's there too. Apparently, do you know what that is?
1: Is that just mayonnaise?
0: No. It's essentially like a hot dog that they put mayo and ketchup on. It's multiple meats in a sausage form. Okay, yeah.
1: I, I don't think I don't, think I don't think I don't think hot dogs and mayonnaise were every two things I thought would be in the same sentence. I'm like now, I just don't like mayonnaise anymore. I just, really, ugh. I
0: love mayo. I love mayo and ketchup together. That's a good well, some some
1: Thousand Island yeah 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 yeah, yeah right. no no mm. did
0: quen know she'd be in the finale she claimed she did not but wanted to get there for sure her goal was to show off everything that she prepared and she did that was the goal malrita says that of everyone there i'm assuming the top three she had the least experience yet won the most maxi challenges how does that make her feel quen says good as she worked hard she's overjoyed that other people think it's cool too She says if she she can help people and people can identify with her and give them strength, that's the best she can give, which is not what Athena's mindset is. Are these chats to help decide who wins? I don't know. I'm sure it's criteria for it. But as the winner of Drag Race, you want to already know that you are the person to Mm -hmm. win.
1: I think I think the chats are more and to see like where the queen's minds are and it's not you're not on the main stage you're not in full geese you're just like you're yourself and then you're just having a one on one because it's also like it's not like Rita's dolled up it's like boy Rita so I think it might be one of those things to be like in a way it's like when you do the pageant system this is interview and so that's where so you're being scored the interview portion may not hold the biggest Uh, amount of points for the overall score but it's still there to kind of we're going to gauge your mindset because i did feel like after watching this it did feel like well if we're based on what we've been seeing so far in the episode on the edit and here it does feel like it's a susan dry quinn Top two yes. because because de- you're getting that sense like Athena's already ch- already like kind of checked out that she's not winning. Yeah,
0: I agree. <laughs> now, as far as the character, is there any truth of drag queen with him? She says it's complicated because she is not like a character in the play. She is it is part of her and her way to express herself. Quen teaches her so much about herself as well. She taught her to not be afraid and be one hundred percent herself. Is she the next drag superstar? She thinks so. Of course, she can win. She's a winner, baby. (laughs) And she's going to take one last fry. Now, what do you think? I would have taken more than one. Exactly. What happened with all the food? Did the Frit crew get it, or do you think Rita ate it all? I think Rita
1: ate it all. I think so too. I think so too. She was there for a while, so she probably was eating between each girl. Right. I would too. I'm like also. See, they're they're really cold. starving.
0: They're, they're oh, by the cold. end.
1: Oh, by the by, the time drag queen got there. they were probably frozen. She's just like, I'll eat this. But mm-mm.
0: all right, it's the day of the final, and the queens are sad. Athena's feeling nostalgic already as she will miss the makeup tables that they allegedly gave them such a hard time with. <laughs> it truly was an intense eight weeks, or like three in reality.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Latina's like three she... day shoot, one day off, three day shoot, one day off. Yeah.
0: And Tina's glad to give her skin a chance to breathe when it's all over. How long should you let your skin air out between gigs? What are some helpful tips to help your skin as a drag artist?
1: Um, I don't, ha- I don't get booked that often. So <laughs> my skin, my skin between g- the makeup between gigs is long sometimes, <laughs> but I do feel when I ha- when back when I was doing, like when I would have gigs, like multiple gigs, it did feel like, by the end it'd be like, ah, your skin was just on fire. Cause every time I make, whenever I take my makeup off my, it always feels like I'm just so red after, mm-hmm. after it's all done. So yeah, it's a. I I think it's just like your, uh, your self care routine for anything I stay indoors and don't let direct sunlight hit me. So that's how I keep my skin looking, <laughs> looking so, so pale and white. Um, but yeah, I'm not, a, I stay out of the sun. So I don't, uh, so I don't do a lot with my skin, my skin routine.
0: Well, they all had sleepless nights. because They have to remember their lyrics and all the choreography. They want to go all out and have the best finale ever. Spoiler alert, not going to (laughs) happen. It's time to go down memory lane and discuss their moments of the season. Susan will note she loved the lip sync between Tina and Boop, but also when all four of them were on stage together. It was emotional for her as it wasn't about the challenge, but the four of them together. Do you think she would have said that if she was eliminated?
1: Nope. No. Mm -mm.
0: Athena loved make- the makeover as she got to share her story and it was her personal story she needed to rewrite. She will also mention the first day as it was intense arriving in front of everyone. She said the day felt urgent, especially with a talent show. It was an overwhelming feeling to say that she was really there. Gwen will say her top moment was every morning looking in the mirror. Come on, narcissist.
1: <laughs> well, she is cute. So I, I I I'd like to look at her every morning too. So hey. She
0: says that they all jump on her and think of her jokes as truth, but and also they are all narcissists too. They just can't accept it. Um, as Quen says, you need to be crazy narcissists for a show like this, true or false? Uh
1: very true.
0: Just ask Lux New Orleans.
1: <laughs> T. yes
0: she will say a big moment for her was the makeover makeover but strangely when edna left for her it was an intense moment that she knew the competition was getting real atina notes that with edna leaving she could see that anyone could go at any time susan will say that she saw edna as the top three well top four they are the top three according to quen nice save and the more they're talking and i was like edna if you're listening not only do the queens love you, but the fans do too. Let's get ready for Edna's drag race. Start your engines.
1: I was, I yeah, I I'm shocked. I was shocked that she got eliminated when she did, and because I do think she would have been the top three. Absolutely. I think Wood would have been there. Um, it's just like I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if Athena would have would still be there, or, or if Susan would have remained. Because I don't. I feel like Boop would have gone. And I think that they would have been the top four. So I think you would probably
0: I think Athena started to fumble when Edna left her support system was gone.
1: Yeah, because she didn't get the same because her and Boop are like in like close knit with Edna, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, because you did see because Athena was strong for the first few episodes and that's when Edna left and then she was kind of like there until the makeover she kind of like got her footing back but it still was like she stumbled again in the next episode which was the political kind of roasty comedy challenge um so yes yeah, so i think i think athena like was like went straight like did and then
0: i mean if you really want to go and watch it in one take one sitting edna is the glue of the season mhm She is the, she was the narrator. She was the glue. Um, I I, I don't think this is the last you're seeing of her.
1: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Edna will be on a versus the world. Like without a question, without a question.
0: Let's talk about something that you kind of know a little bit about. Susan will be going back to her day job, though she can't see herself going back to the office after this. She works for a telecoms company doing commercial support, uh, which I could never. Oh, my God, no. Mm -mm. Also, please note that when we have these confessionals with Susan, she's wearing a baseball cap. Why? Could it have anything to do with her new hair color? We'll get to it. (laughs) Uh, Susan says that if she wants to take drag seriously and make it her career, she might have to quit her job. She can't do that with a comfortable, secure job. Even though it doesn't make her happy, it does mean she will get a paycheck every month. Tina says it's hard to make drag a full-time career as there aren't many places where you can perform constantly, and it's not very well paid. And drag is expensive. I say come to New York, more gigs, less pay. How do you balance work and drag? Good,
1: good, qu- good question, Michael. Good question. Um, it's one of those things where because I have like the main ba- the the job to fall back on. I think that's probably why I don't have that like push to be constantly be like, give me a gig, give me a gig, give me a gig. Uh, Because it's like, I don't drag. Is not like, I don't do drag for the money. I do it just because I like to do it. I think essentially like when I do, when I like, you know, I, yes, I enjoy getting tipped when I'm uh, on stage. And I like, if I'm hosting to be like, Ooh, I got a booking fee, Yay. Uh, That's like great. And all, but I know it's like if I was to quit my job tomorrow and be a full-time queen, I don't know how long it would last before I was like really struggling. Cause I'm like, okay, look, I can I'm very good at balancing uh my account. So I'm like, oh, I can, well, this is how how many months I can have rent before it like before I'm back to being paycheck to paycheck again, uh, right. in a way with the gigs. Cause a lot of it is you have to either be hosting to get the bigger booking v and hosting essentially like every day like you i think being a full-time queen you don't get as many days off when you're still trying to get your name out there like you can be known in new york which a lot of queens are but it's like i think that's why so many do drag race because it's a way to get their name out there to a much larger audience and then they can come back to ask for a bigger fee moving forward. But you're also getting more deals in you are now part of the drag race machine and the contract and you're in that contract for what seven eight years seven years now uh,
0: i don't even know anymore
1: i don't even know based on whatever the last contract is so it's like so you could end up being like well there's a chance to be room we have all stars there's a chance they man if you are a good dancer you're going to be asked to come back to be an assassin you know all those things and or various, uh, you know, you have the the tours, the Murray and Peter tours. If you know, they could put you on to the Vegas stage. So there are other ways for you to be getting paychecks when you're doing it. Uh, when you're part of the Drag Race machine, but when you're just like a local queen, and I think it's like you're constantly living with roommates and trying to find cheap rent because you aren't able to like you know there's no real like savings in it it's like because you're going to blow through it because looks costs a lot of money Mm -hmm. wigs cost a lot of money makeup costs money even if you even if you're not doing the expensive makeup you still have to replace makeup so it's not like things dry out things get old things start to like i have there's a lot of makeup i have because i bought makeup like i was working every single day um but i'll go and like try things but like oh this powder's dried out or this yeah. these eyeshadows are just like they're they're a little too chalky or they're irritating so i'm like yeah they've gone bad because you know what makeup goes bad, kids it goes bad it's not it's not True. meant to last forever
0: <laughs> now drag queen will please to susan and confession will quit a job life's too short she's got too much talent i wonder what she'll do i'm sure we'll find out soon Mm-hmm next to we will tell Drag Quinn that when they're back in Brussels, they'll do lots of gigs together. And Sue's like, yeah, me too as well, also. <laughs> Tina's like, I'm not saying not with you. you just like, you don't go here. But like, how about we just do the finale song without you? <laughs> <Which is why laughs> very funny, because guess who doesn't get to do the lip sync?
1: hmm But also, the finale song like, clearly references the girl who didn't get to do the lip sync.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So what is the name of their group? Susan asks. Quinn says the top three queens. Uh, we're going to workshop that. Uh, and then she's like, let's be honest. And we're going to leave it where we leave it. Um, so is that the name of the group?
1: I thought, I thought that was the name of the group. But let's be honest. And I thought that was hysterical. I was laughing my ass off when I heard that. I just don't know if it's canon
0: because it wasn't on the bottom of the screen.
1: It wasn't. And then they even referenced it like yeah, in Untucked. As something else, yeah.
0: Reference it as "let's Mm -hmm. be honest" in the
1: song. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All
0: right, let's hit the main stage where Rita is serving glamor regalness, a very um, old queen of sorts. I don't know if this was a reference to something, uh, but I was here for it. On the panel, it's Luffy who now has tattoos or just a tattoo turtleneck. Either way, not a finale look. Moosty, who is going to be moving to Canada and be in Rita's luggage. And I'm not jealous at all, so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, plus we have Miss Continental winner and the Drag Race Holland 2 winner, Vanessa Van Cartier. Uh, so stunning, so beautiful. She is perfection.
1: <laughs> um, Did she get work done? Cause I I was like, when I saw her face, I was like, you don't look like the Vanessa I, I, I saw. Um, I don't. Or, or, did she, to... or did she just change? Because there's like you. If you change up your makeup, that will that will totally like rework your face too.
0: I'm not sure. I'm sure she does get work done because no, you, again, you are not born mm-hmm. with those cheekbones. Oh no. Um, no, 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 no. But I love her. So she's so kind. Um, I hope I get to chat with her at DragCon again. So very sweet. Also, Elena's there. We know her from before. Whatever.
1: I can't tell. I can't tell if Luffy if that's her if those are real tattoos or not no, those
0: are fake I th- they are they
1: fake because even i see some on her hands too in this picture and i'm just like because it was really distracting whenever they did a close-up oh, talk sorry. to her i was like did you are those like what those ink boxes I kind think of tattoos so, I she like, pro- honestly she probably got them for
0: her instagram and she's an influencer so she had it to was pr-
1: it was probably high. we'll give you these for free but you have to wear them on the show
0: literally all right, let's let's go through it. Ferris. Um, I think the track is pure Europop. It's so clubby. Um, what is not fierce about this performance are the looks. I do not understand what they are wearing. Like, this is the finale performance. Like, there's where is the sickening glitter and sparkle and the drag? Like, if this is what they wore to rehearse in, I'd be like, yes, this checks out. This look alone makes the numbers something I will watch i'll try like maybe i'll just listen
1: to what were they wearing i'm trying to i can't honestly i can't remember what they wore exactly um i was i was looking at the pictures of of the of the thing um yeah i don't think i don't think their performance looks were were very memorable
0: no not at
1: all yeah because i honestly don't remember them
0: well we'll go through it um first Mm -hmm. off also Lara, great voice. Eric ruined the track. They just do not blend. <laughs> it sounded so amateurish. What the fuck was that?
1: Someone cute. help us. He's cute. I don't know. Yeah,
0: sure. Well, Susan, but you, has you debuted, know what? They probably got
1: him on the cheap.
0: Maybe Susan has debuted her mint hair in a leopard cat suit. Not a great look, but her performance was quite strong. Um Atina is in "What a Bad Girl Would Wear to the Club." It's very, very bland. I will say her rapping was strong, but you could tell there was some dis- dis- disengagement with the lip-syncing choreography, as there was an overload of content um, for her nail. Um, many cutaways when it was her vocal part.
1: Many yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think Drag Queen served Drag Queen, even though it was a little subdued.
1: Yeah, it was. It was like it was like not. It was like, yeah, drag queen light. I guess you would you would call it.
0: I will say, listening to drag queen, I thought it was Rita Vega singing. Go back and listen. Like, go back to and listen to that and Bonjour High, and you're like, spot the difference game. <laughs> the trio moment in the bridge was just that a moment. I guess that's why we don't blend the queens' voices in these tracks normally. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. I will give them credit and say that, sure, this is their first season and they wanted to make it inclusive to their country. Yeah. But, like, maybe next time, like, call Leland for a consultation for some tips and tricks.
1: I guess guess it was one of those things where it's like, since we're not using a Rue song, you don't get access to Leland, maybe? I guess.
0: Um, will this be a top tier song moment in Drag Race history? Not a chance. Easily okay. bottom of the barrel entry.
1: Yeah, well, like it was like it was like it's, it was fun for what it was. But yeah, it's not something that's like going to stick with you. It's it's no it's no UK, hon. It's no nope. it's no breakup. Bye bye or Papa. Mate. yeah, it's very it's very much like, OK, it happened
0: it's in all right mm-hmm. let's move on to the runway category is eleganza extravaganza in honor of the runway and us recording on easter we will play eleganza egg extravaganza or excuse for eleganza
1: <laughs> and yes we're going to discuss
0: all the queens bring back my girls i
1: thought you were gonna do something like he is risen or she is risen she stayed dead i thought you were gonna do that
0: uh uh-uh, uh, I don't do that religious shit. No no no,
1: Easter is about eggs. Easter is about a bunny. It literally
0: is. All right, Britney von Batex, no designers listed. I think this is very on brand for her and what she presents. It's Elisa Frank nightmare via drag. I love the color story. I didn't need the stuffed animals. That's the one thing I would cut. Overall, it's fun, and I think we missed out on a good queen this season.
1: I think I like the stuffed animals because it referenced her entrance look. Because remember, oh, she came in like, uh, like you know, going through the child stuffed animal box, coming out of it. Um, I, yeah, I did agree that like it was. The print is very Lisa Frank. Um, so as a child of the '80s, I'm here for it. Yeah, I thought it was great as a welcome back to the stage kind of hi we haven't seen you in seven weeks yeah. so i liked it, it, it it's going to get an egg excellent for it was an egg egg,
0: egg okay I'll,
1: it's going to get an egg stravaganza for me
0: audience agrees 82 percent eleganza extravaganza 18 percent excuse for eleganza next up amanda tears skirt and earrings by amanda corset by mugler uh, I mean, it's fashion light. I think the tear branding is going to be her thing and has to embrace it, and I'm glad she did. Mm-hmm. The idea of the dripping tears from her eyes and then onto her dress, it did not read the way she wanted it to. If this was her intention for the finale, it's not Drag Race ready. She is a baby, she's got time to grow, and probably now we will have a bigger budget.
1: She definitely will. I also like that. I also liked her Betty Page style uh, bangs and haircut.
0: Yeah, um, I will give it an excuse
1: for Eleganza. I'm going to give it an excuse for Eleganza too, just because um, I feel like for her, it's also like, it's not like these, it's not like the US girls where it's like their reunion finale was is after airing, so they have time and a budget sure. to like put towards it. I'm like, for the fact that, you know, you're just coming back to something like, you know, that has already just been shooting. So I'm like, I'm going to give it to her because I do feel like she's still so... Um. Let's see, she's still under-easy, not over-easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, see here we do go. egg puns. Pun. Uh, I think so that's why I make it her like, it's a soft, softness.
0: Audience, 30% eleganza, egg extravaganza, 70% egg for eleganza. And the Sorgelson, no designers listed. I think this color is stunning. I love oh. the color on her. It's so simple and subdued, yet it has this regal elegance that makes it work. Edna has clearly attended Block Talk U and is not only wearing a necklace, it's the statement. That is what I love. It pairs Mm -hmm. so well with the cut of the bust. The hair is a great color. If it was even bigger, I would have lived. But hey, she's got a crown herself.
1: Oh, I loved it when she came out with a crown being like, since you weren't giving me one, I had to bring my own. Yeah, this was perfection. When I walked out, I was like, uh, "And it did the entire." Once I saw her on stage, I was like, uh, "We we really were like, like you know, uh, what's the term? Uh, Denied. We were denied like seven weeks of of her. Oh, so good. It's
0: an eleganza extravaganza.
1: Same eleganza extravaganza.
0: Audience, ninety one percent eleganza extravaganza, nine percent excuse for eleganza. Mocha no designers listed. Before she even showed us the gown, I was like, Mrs. Claus! Uh, the mm-hmm. gown is extraordinary. This is stunning on her. She has not completed her coursework at Block Talk U because she desperately needed a necklace here. But I yeah. think this was a great time to see Mocha shine like this.
1: I was very happy. I thought she looked beautiful. I was like, the dress, the train. I also liked the, the fact she decided to go, yeah, she decided to go like Mrs. Cla- Mr. Claus uh, on wearing his wife's outfit. Um, yeah, I do think I do think if she had a necklace, even something just like subtle, just yeah. to really emphasize a little drop. just a little thing. Like, yeah, something like just like even something just to like emphasize, like her uh, going down to her chest would have made it would have just made it like I think it would have made it from a like to like 100 for me. But it's like at a 98, 99 right now.
0: I'll give it an eleganza egg extravaganza
1: All the eggs.
0: Audience, 82% eleganza, extravaganza. 18% excuse for eleganza. Valenciaga, look by Tooby. Maybe it's a fashion moment I'm missing, but she looks like she's wearing a duvet cover. Um, I think the blush is a beautiful color on her. The cut of the bust of neck, I just do not care for. She is being swallowed up and it's a shame. I, I really want to like Valenciaga, but I, she and I just did not connect this season. And I don't know if it's a me thing or, or a her thing. Um, but yeah
1: um i think it's i think i think i have similar thoughts i'm like whenever there's like the anything that has to do with like fashion girls who are like all about the fashion i always i'm like i don't get it like i'll watch like i what, what did i do uh netflix that had the next in fashion i marathon yeah. through those two seasons and there were so many episodes where i'm like this, this is ugly but it's yeah. how it's being praised but i'm like it's oh, i'm just an average person but it's like i guess like fashion has it different or things I thought were, were not gorgeous, sample size. they're like and I'm not a sample size at all um, and then I'll see things that are like oh my god, that's so gorgeous, like, like this was so plain and so they, and I'm like, Oh, what? whatever yeah. but yeah, I think it's like I like that she did something different in the way that she chose to do a gown but yeah, it does look like she's being swallowed in it
0: I'm giving her an excuse for Ligonza
1: I think I gave them all toots just when I when I went through the list. Um, but I think uh, I will be receding that toot uh and making um the what's the what's the bad one?
0: Uh excuse for eleganza. An excuse. Audience 58% eleganza extravaganza, 42% excuse for eleganza. All right, next up is peach. Looking hair by Peach. This is Peach. I love that she stayed true to her rebel ways and gave us high drag. That is exciting. Yes, I know we have all seen denim all over the place and drag is a thing that mm-hmm. happens, but she has done this tattered look that feels authentic to her brand. Mm-hmm. It's a punk rock statement. I do not love this particular necklace because of where it lands. It needed to be shorter or longer. This current placement ruins the bus line, but overall very impressed.
1: Honestly, if she just did a choker, it would have been fine. She short. didn't even need, yeah. she didn't even need the extra bit. And I love, yeah, I love this like short like faux hockey uh hair that she has going on. Like yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a look that I think we've seen versions of on the past, mm-hmm. but it still feel, it's like for her, it just feels fresh. Like yes. I and I, yeah, and the tattered um kind of like upcycle thing she did, um, which I think she said or when she first started, and she likes to ups- she likes yes. to reuse fabric. So I love that she took denim, which is not an easy thing to work with at all, and make it into like this fashion statement. When she rounded the corner, I was like, this is like the piece that I wanted to see all season. Like, she, she started off really good and then she kind of just like disappeared.
0: It's an elegance extravaganza for me.
1: Oh, very much an elegance extravaganza.
0: So. Guess what? The audience said, yeah, us too. 100% eleganza, extravaganza. Yes, Peach. Mademoiselle Boop, notice I unresisted. She is a sorceress who was ready to cast a spell on the panel for not allowing her to be in the finale. Uh, solid black is a difficult color for screen, but she has this fabric that breathes life into the color and tells a story. Her mug was giving me evil Dela vibes. I feel like if I ever did drag, I would want those sleeves because I would be unstoppable until my knees stopped me.
1: The the sleeves are everything, and you know at the moment once you said DeLa, oh I see it. I do I do feel like Boop and DeLa have very similar. Um, I think they just have face. I think they both have just similar facial structures. That's why it's like I never got the the what was it uh, connection between the two in regards to their look until you said it.
0: Yeah, uh, it's an elegance extravaganza for me.
1: Oh, yeah, she has cast a spell. I love it. Uh, eleganza.
0: Audience, 75% eleganza, extravaganza. 25% excuse for eleganza. Next up is Susan. No designers listed. I think this is a moment where Susan get got half the assignment right, and what she did get right, she got an A-plus on. The mug, stamp. The color and cut of the top half, exceptional. I know she wants to give this an androgynous aura about her fashion, so I do mm-hmm. not need it being a pant, but I wish it was grander. Also, the shoes, boots. Literally. (laughs) Now, as far as the hair, she dyed it. And I think it was not going to be enough. I'm not calling for a female presenting wig. But David Bowie had some fashion hair moments that I think she could have emulated. Yeah. I love that she is still true to her. But I know when she walked out, she lost any shot of the crown.
1: Yeah. I I felt like... I love the look because I I felt like this is 100% Susan. But I did feel like the judges were like, oh, "We wanted more from you." Yeah, they had expectations. Yeah, I think that I think for them, she didn't give them what they wanted, and that's why she. Because I think, uh, like I said earlier, I think her and Drag Bunch would should have been the two lip syncing I mean, for the crown. Um, but I think they, I think for them, when she walked out in like a pantsuit they were like "Mm, that's not that's not that's not the that's not the final episode eleganza we're looking for
0: unfortunately it was two episodes in a row with where it called for glamour or eleganza and she gave um a mini skirt and pants and i think that's what offended them Luffy says she loved her performance. She had such a presence. She has never seen this Susan so strong, so proud of herself. She scored big for the runway. This is what she'd call modern makeup. She made an effort. She likes how her hair matches and the red sparkly lipstick to suck to a total change from recent looks. Vanessa says she liked her choreography and her energy on stage. She says the stage belongs to her, but she says the outfit is too simple for the finale. People always say less is more, but here less is less. Elena says that she danced really well. She has great coordination and attitude, and she says she's very funny for the look. She sees elegance and that uh, and that she hasn't seen on the, that she didn't see on the stage earlier. Um, I'll give this an eleganza extravaganza.
1: It's going it's an eleganza for me as well.
0: Well, Vanessa, everyone thinks you're wrong. hundred percent eleganza extravaganza
1: tina no now do you think because it, it, it was they didn't realize she was wearing pants for those that that's were just clicking what I'm not through sure.
0: that's that's, that's But honestly like
1: the picture that they chose to use is stunning it's such a great picture of her that it's like you don't realize that it's not pants because they do a wide shot but i'm like i still didn't mind i thought the trousers were a nice like i'm giving you something different
0: Atina, look by Kajole. Uh, Hard, Nails by Aloy. Uh, What we will see on Instagram is the final form, and what I wish she would have had is that face mask, but what we will learn is she didn't have full time to get this look fully put together, and it makes sense. The silhouette is great. It's very true to her. Have we seen it? Sure. The color is, again, true to her, but the hue is so muted that it's missing the eleganza for me. I needed something grander for this look to be fully realized. Perhaps, dare I say... Lots of rhinestones. She is a straight hair queen and she's giving it here, but it does not add anything to enhance the presentation. This is a good safe.
1: Yeah. I I like the hair color. Um, I'm very much a fan of gray as you, as you can tell. Um, Yeah. I just looked at the pictures of what she, of what like she wanted to do. And I think it like that would have elevated the look a lot more, but yeah, I'm like, I think it was very much an Athena look, Um, so I think there was no surprise. Yeah.
0: Vanessa says she loves the look, she loves the detail on the hands, the rhinestones, the arm garment, she says she brings to mind a delve. She says it's very beautiful, she sees her and that's what she wants. Moosey says that he is a big fan of hers, he says that throughout the season they've seen her fierce and proud with thought out looks, with a fierce attitude. But here, he says it felt like there were times that it felt like she gave up. Rita will agree with Musti. She says she began the competition with attitude that screamed, I'm a star. And the moment she started to doubt herself, then the doubt set in. As a result, the energy wasn't always there, but she believes that she has star Aura and she's overjoyed to see her shine. I will give it a safe, eleganza extravaganza.
1: Yeah, I'll join you in the safe round.
0: Audience 64% eleganza extravaganza, 36% eggs, excuse for eleganza, and finally drag quen. Look by Judith Sime, Nails by Deva Mora uh, more Nail Art. This is who Drag Queen is. She is an artist. She's giving you her version of Eleganza through an incredible fabric and silhouette. Is she stealing Rita's alien gig or paying homage? You decide. What makes this look fully realized is the headpiece. No spoilers for later. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. I think she's got everything you can imagine in a finale gown that still stays true to her artistry. And this is how you do a solid black fabric. Make it shine, Bravo. Oh yeah, uh,
1: I, I will. Yeah, this I think was probably one of my favorite looks by her. I love the headpiece, and it does. It did remind me of uh, Alien Queen uh, from Aliens, yeah. uh, and I think that's I think what she was going for. But you know what? The, there's plenty of rooms for Alien Queens in Drag Race. Alien actress
0: taking over.
1: Mm-hmm. But hey they can all be you know Glamatron is is a big country or i mean a big planet they Listen, can all be from there
0: i'm over the space thing i'm over it no more space themes no more it's it but it's
1: the year space
0: no i just <laughs> did my recording of drag race España 3 promo looks i'm like no more space
1: because we've had their promo for space didn't they kind of have like an astrological type yeah, yeah. thing yes, 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 yes. uh blame it on the edit is is a, was, was so was yeah. in a spaceship From i was the like space. they i'm all they they are all about the space this year
0: Elena says that when she sees her, she thinks hypnotizing, classy, funny, all in one. Luffy says that she shakes them out of any linear ideas that may have, uh, may have, they may have and take them to her world. She is personally not a fan of the headpiece because it hides her face too much. Moosty doesn't agree and thinks it's incredible. He would like one for himself. He says the look is everything he loves. It's pop, it's dark, it's liquid, it's strange. The look has blown his mind. Vanessa loved it all. She really liked her performance and her spontaneity. She says her lyrics were very original. Her dancing was wonderful. She says with the look, she has pulled her into her world, calling it classy. She will say to all of them on that stage that when she sees them, she is proud to be an artist, but she says Quen really touched her. Eleganza extravaganza.
1: Oh, it's an absolute extravaganza.
0: Audience agrees. 100% eleganza extravaganza. Mm -hmm. Now, before they heard their critiques, it was time for the finalists to talk to their younger selves. Do you prefer it this order, or would you wa- rather hear their critiques before they talk to their younger selves?
1: I think t- before the critiques, because it's like because that's like you're in a different headspace once you get the critiques. So, especially I think
0: on a finale when we're getting negative critiques, which we really hear.
1: Yeah, it's it's rare for us to get like. Because their critiques were really much being like, hi, audience, we're showing you why we're choosing who we're choosing. Right. Um, no, I think it I think it works better with, hi, we just on the runway. Here's talk to your younger self because you're like you're you're in a different headspace because once they start critiquing you, you're all you're going to be doing is like being like, OK, did I really miss that step? It's like, okay, I knew this outfit was going to be a choice, but you're just going to get in your head, and you're going to start, like, the wheels are going to be turning as they're talking to the other queens because you're up there for, like, how long? Like, yeah. Hours.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well, Susan will say to little Jerome, JJ, the next 20 years of your life will be a bit of like a roller coaster. You'll have to reinvent yourself many times. It'll be a long journey to find yourself, but remember that it's okay to be a Janet, a Neat, a Flicker, a Homo, a faggot. It's okay. It's also okay to sit with your legs crossed or to speak with a feminine voice. It's okay because you're you'll be a fucking star. You'll have tough times with your dad and your stepdad too, but it will all work out.
1: It was fine. It, it was fine. It, yeah, I think at this point, ye, we've been doing this for five thousand seasons. Exactly. So it's one. It it does feel like it's it's you get the same type of, of response each time. So it's like not to be disheartening, but it's like, you know, it's something we've heard before, but it's like, you know, everyone has their own experience. So we can't fault the fact that like you, I think it's like as gay people, a lot of us have the same experience. So you can't fault hearing the same story because it's happened to so many people. So it's just like, it's. I think it's more of the, the more you hear the fact that it's like so many people have the same story. It's like, oh Yeah. Parents can suck sometimes.
0: Yeah, Atina will say to little Arnon to stop paying attention to others because they will try to snuff out this light you've always had in order to try and blow out your candle for your, for good. But one day you'll be a roaring flame. Keep being yourself and don't think about what's going on around you. Try to live your dream. She knows it's cheesy, but this is what will allow you to become the Barbie you never had even mm-hmm. though your friends won't accept you as you like, you'll find new friends who will and that's what's important. K- keep going and you'll have the same haircut 20 years later I love <laughs> because <been a> really <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I think it's like when they're when they go really heavy, especially for those like contestants that had like really like struggled during their teen years and they're like uh, when they're yeah. like younger uh, I think it's one of the things to be like you you're it's very heavy so you're like, I need to end on a joke or I need okay. to end lighthearted to be like, oh, okay, you know, to kind of relieve the pressure. Cause it's like, if it's just like, Ooh, this is going down a dark, a dark hole and you need to pull yourself out to be like, Ooh, okay. Let's, let's, let's get back onto the happiness. Jack Quin says to Lily, Dream
0: that life is worth living even though you'll doubt yourself at times you have to keep living even though the start is very chaotic, you'll make friends a little later. You'll have friends. Then you'll choose your family. They'll be your friends too. And after that, you won't believe it. You'll open up to your biological family and they'll love you for who you are. It will take time, but she's sure they're watching you right now. And they're proud of you. So don't doubt yourself. Kind of a combination of um, Suzanne and Athena's. Um, I almost wonder yeah. if she didn't have anything repaired.
1: Probably, Probably not.
0: Y'all, if you're going to be on Drag Race, you know that's going to happen when you get to the finale. Just go in your mirror every night and practice your speech.
1: Mm-hmm. If you're getting close to the end, you're like, they're probably going to bring up a picture of, of baby me. What do I want to say? Because you sent
0: it in and you know they're going to do it.
1: You're like, what do I want to say? Because a lot of times you're like, yeah, it's – I don't know. I don't know if if what they say sometimes it's like if that helps their decision – on choosing the winner or if it like it's like mm, this seems a little too rehearsed yeah uh, so it doesn't feel like as like from the heart uh because you know sometimes Rue loves like break down for me girl break down for me
0: let's well, want my Emmy moment to catch up while the judges deliberate. We're gonna head to the workroom with the graduation march playing aka pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. uh it's like day one they're all together once again. Edna will remind us that she is the star of the season as she will be the first to speak and share that the crowns are the crowns for the next 3 seasons and they're all hers. <laughs> Edna's just being Edna and Quinn mm-hmm. will tell her she will be present she will be the one to present them in the next season so she calls over to production and says the Edna show is now in the works. At least I hope so. Mhm. Atina is feeling exhausted. She is happy with what she did. There were highs and lows. She can't be perfect all the time. Quinn is exhausted. Edna will ask her if she is big-headed now. Um, Just a little wordplay. Suzanne is, shocker,
1: exhausted. They're all tired, exactly. She
0: had a great time on stage. She knows the outfit is simple, but she will never, ever look more glamorous. She will never wear long dresses. We will then notice that Amanda has her waffle earrings as they are now her branding so let's get her waffle back because it's still <laughs> in the workroom
1: it's been in there. Now? i think
0: amanda has it do you think she should like sell it on ebay for like lots of money
1: oh i think if she put it on ebay a rabbit fan will totally buy I've it i've
0: said this before on the podcast i don't remember which one i said it like i think wow needs to open up an actual drag race hall of fame like there are so many queens who are selling their drag race looks Buy them from them and put them in a fucking hall of fame. Cause mm-hmm. then you get the fans to come see you put it yep. in Hollywood, do something with drag con. I'm telling you world of wonder. I will come to you. I will help you pitch it. I'll help you curate it. This has to happen. It would make, especially if it's like,
1: even if they only did it like as a pop-up, around drag cons like before like and it's it's open before and after like a like a two-week window those pop-up things that always come up to new york and la they always sell out really quickly and you're gonna make a shit ton of money and having like looks especially if you are going international with like everything oh you could you could find some shit that's like oh we're gonna we're going to use it.
0: I'm going to be pitching this and you're going to hire me. It's going (laughs) to happen. I am the drag like curator and the drag historian. I do this more than most people do. So let's, let's make it a reality. Okay. Um, they haven't seen okay. Wait, first off, Atina will know that Peach's look is inspired by her entrance look. We love a book and moment, and they haven't mm-hmm. seen Whitney Brittany in a few weeks. How's she doing? Well, she said she's glad to see the three in the finale and happy it's young queens representing the new generation. Watch <laughs> out, all rags Which I would say, what it would it be like to be 24, 26, or 27 again.
1: Oh my god.
0: I I I think 26 is the age I would go back to. Because you're old enough, you're in your beginning of your late 20s, you're taken more seriously, but you still can get away with bullshit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> so, Mademoiselle Boop, if you are a sorceress, please send me back to age 26. Thank you!
1: Okay, like be 26 again, or go back to the year you were 26?
0: No, no, be 26 again right now.
1: Okay. With everything mm-hmm. I know.
0: Yeah. Like big, but like go back to the 20, 20, 20, 20. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, Valenciaga will come out to say that she thinks it's cool to show a side of drag that people don't usually see. It's something really alternative, so she is glad the show got to show off Belgium with all of them. And what about Miranda, which is a reference to the oh, way because it yeah. looks like Miranda Priestly. Oh, uh, she, uh, does. she says it's better than Santa Claus or Mother Christmas. <laughs> now Susan will ask her if she knows everyone's name now, because apparently that was a thing. So let's find out. We have Mr. Bob, Aquarium, Lesbianist, Amanda, Mandarin, Valenciaga, Bottom, Drag Queen, and the old <laughs> hag. Three out of nine. They're not <laughs> terrible. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so Mr. Bob, <laughs> Mandarin. I laughed when she, was, when she called Peach Mandarin. I was like.
0: <laughs> so what's the final threes assessment? Who will win? Susan knows it's not her, and Athena says it's not her either. Drag Queen is like, but there will be a lip sync. Yeah, they saw the writing on the wall. They know the trajectory. They're not stupid.
1: Yeah, but I just can a matter almost of...
0: imagine the producers being like, "You, you're not giving us a story. Can you please think you can win?"
1: I know that was the thing where it's like when it was like both Susan and Athena were both kind of like, uh, "We don't think we're winning." We're or, or kind of we're like it didn't feel like they were both ready to be like, "Hi, yeah, just give it to Wayne." We know she wants it more than we do at this point. Athena uh, I, I, is ready
0: for All Stars. Mm-hmm. Susan says she is happy to be in the finale. Winning would be a bonus. The experience is her crown. And Quinn one single goal, the actual crown.
1: Oh, yeah. That's been her trajectory since she walked in and was like, I'm getting the crown. When- I do, yeah, it does You're feel going- like, I think for the Queens, I think they just didn't know if it was going to be like, hi, one of us is going to get cut and it's a top two lip sync, or they're going to make all of us lip sync. I think that's where they were kind of at, being like, well, if we're all going to lip sync, we just still have to, it's going to, you know, we'll do our best. And like, you know, it's going to be after the judges. But I think I don't think between I think I think uh, Athena and Susan are both like if they're going to the top two, it's, you know, one of us is not making it because I think they both felt like Queen's definitely in the top two.
0: when is is not there to do groceries. She's there to win. She needs to win to make back all the money she spent to get there. Never has a truer statement been said on Drag Race.
1: But yeah, exactly. Exactly. You spend a lot of money to get there. So you want that prize money to be like, hi, I'm going to pay all the debts that need to be paid and then, you know, have something to start the next chapter with.
0: They represented Belgium and what they're capable of. Get ready, world. They will toast to Edna.
1: <laughs>
0: it's crazy how she, like, was the fourth character of
1: this entire episode. She, once she came on screen, it was like she overshadowed before, the top beforehand, three. She, beforehand they but were yeah, still they, mentioned, they mentioned her early, yeah.
0: Rita has some announcements for the girls. After much deliberation, only two queens will lift sing for the crown. Ending up in third place is going to be Susan. Our top two will be Athena and Drag Quinn. Do you agree?
1: I still think Susan should have. It should have been Susan and Drag Quinn. I don't um, think anyone should have been cut. There's no I
0: reason for it.
1: If you're if you're going to have to do a cut, I think I would have gone with Athena. Um, because I did think Susan did the best the challenge i think it was the
0: look i think it really it was the look. but the, yeah but
1: they really were like you're looked at the process that's why we're putting you you're you got third place
0: um but honestly like when world, she walked in the world in which they knew if susan was the lip sync she might have been able to out lip sync drag queen
1: i think so i think she could have it's possible the but then again, <laughs> we've had many ellipsings uh, where the person who wins the lip sync did not win the competition. Janie JK. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. The song is Demons by and Ndamso. The song is a bop, though it is a trap song, which is very interesting for a final lip sync to do a trap song. Very much a choice. Yeah. Now, Drag Queen had the pressure of um, having never lip synced before. So she's especially freaked out because she's against atina who's very strong now atina has no real tricks to pull out but drag queen will take off her jacket okay it's cool sounds cool but then we're going to get to the rap part of the song i'm like this is the finale song what 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 they both killed the rap and i was like this is strange
1: yeah it was it was a strange choice as a finale song like this i think would have been a good lip sync song throughout the season yes but i don't know i think it would i thought we i thought the i guess it might have been something where it's like how Canada has been like becoming like the finale song has been kind of Celine. um we're hoping sweden's finale is abba um i think it would have been something if it was a little bit something a little bit more like belgium but again yeah. i don't know what's big on their music scene right now so this could have been like what's in right now so that's why they did it
0: it's possible. Now we're going to get out of the rap first and back to singing about demons. So Quen is like, would you like to know what's under my alien hat? Feathers and demon horns. Yeah, She won. In that moment, it was officially over. She may not have been better in the lip sync technique, but the presentation was
1: solid. Mm-hmm. I know when, when she pulled off the the headpiece and I started seeing the black fallout. I was going, "Oh, she's giving us a Sasha Velour moment." Sure did. And then I noticed that she had horns on top because mm-hmm. I knew, like in the workroom, the way she was painting her her head. I, th- I, w- I was like, I wasn't sure if she was doing like the tape thing again, because yeah. she was like, it looked like she was kind of putting down like spirit gum. And I'm like, I don't I'm like but they, but then she was doing it in other places. So when she did the head reveal and you saw the horns, I'm like, oh, she was applying prosthetics uh, on, on her head. That's why she was doing what she was doing. So I was like going, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And that really did sell, like, she went from alien queen to, like, a demon goddess. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm here for this.
0: The winner of the season is Drag Queen. Mm -hmm. Do you agree?
1: You know what? She, given the fact that I, even though I I said I don't think there's, like, I didn't think she should have won the last challenge. I think that should have gone to Susan. Her her track record was still the best out of all the girls. So, it made, in the sense of the queen that did the best this season taking the crown yes i would have loved susan to take the crown because i find susan just so endearing but i was like but really going into this episode i think her and athena had to i don't know had to like pretty much do a miracle for the for queen not to take it but it was very much hers to like lose
0: now I learned from Edna and also from social media's media eventually that the Queens did vote and the winner of Miss Congeniality is Valenciaga.
1: Yes. I saw Cause I saw that on the Instagram scroll when I was looking at the looks.
0: She seems very sweet.
1: She does seem that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think from what we saw, but also too, I was trying to think like, I don't know oh, who that's... else would they have voted because Edna was kind of catty. I think, yeah, I think Vanilla made the most sense because I don't think they would have given it to Peach. Maybe Mocha, modern, maybe, maybe Boop. Maybe Boop. I, or Mocha, Mocha would have been a good choice too. Yeah. But yeah.
0: All right. Well, I like the, to share my burning questions from the beginning of the season and see how right or wrong I was. Additionally, this year with the introduction of the Excitement Points TM, I will share that. So originally, out of 10 Excitement Point TMs, I gave Drag Quinn three excitement (laughs) points, TM. And my burning question was, she's got the confidence to take from others, but will she have the originality to be crowned? Unequivocally, yes. Mm -hmm. That's what she proved this season, is she is so unique in this alternative mainstream world of drag. Yep. Um, If this is what the scene of Belgian drag is, I think she is a great representation um, in the scope of Drag Race, it is a bit like, "Whoa, this is your first winner!" But I think zooming in to the world of Belgium and their drag scene, I can understand.
1: Oh yeah, she. I also think it's just like she. I don't I don't think she had an underdog. I think she's been. She proved that she was very well rounded the entire season. She was comedic when we needed her comedic. Uh, She was serious when she had to be serious. Uh, Yeah, she didn't really falter. Like, she never, like, again, she never had to lip sync. She's in the canon of queens queens that never lip sync, and then the sub canon of winners that never had to lip sync till the very end. Um, Yeah. And then also, she's a four challenge winner. Like, and, Don't have much say of that, yeah. I mean,
0: four challenges, I mean, and a finale, so it's pretty damn good. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this up. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: Where does Drag Queen rank against all first season winners? So we're going to go with, like, in the realm of, like, putting BB Priyanka, um, uh, Carmen, Envy... First season winners yeah
1: That's just yeah precious paula um well i think higher than electrobionic uh <laughs> <laughs> no shade to her she didn't really uh, she did she She's was strong wide. It's the thing was, it's like, yes, yeah, she didn't win any maxis, but it's like she never, she never, she was like, she was steady the entire season. Um, I, it's, yeah, Italia seasons one and two, both are the, I had both of them like, I stopped at a certain point and I'm like, ah, I'll rewatch you at some point. Um, I would say, I think out of like first season winners, I would say she's probably like, I would say probably mid pack. Like, I think, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I would say
0: mid low, Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a a test to see what her um, overall impact is in the franchise as Mm -hmm. a whole. Um, Just because i don't know what it is maybe it's timing maybe people in america just fucking hate subtitles they're not watching it as as they should have and i'm really disappointed in that they're watching and i keep watch- telling people
1: like i'm like and the thing is this this is this one and sweden there are only eight episodes and most of them are about an hour so it's like you could like do like a weekend where you watch four you marathon four one night you marathon are. four, then you marathon the next four the other night, and I'm like, yeah, it's you got to to the subtitles. Um, but especially most of these seasons, do you drop into English every so often? Um, and I keep telling people, I'm going, like, I'm like, they're fun and they're a nice break from the U.S., especially U.S. is so uh, cookie cutter in a way. Like it's not like uh, U.S. after a certain point is very like. You you know what the, you know the writing on the wall uh, going forward, and you're very much like if it's not that you're stopped. But I think yeah. like the, this this season, once it got to like a certain point, I literally was like, this is how the rest of the season's going to go. And aside from like two girls swapping, it was like yeah, they're both going to be out by top six. So I just didn't. I was just like.
0: Give me the first three returners getting a phone call for an All Stars ver- or a verse the World season. For me, it's uh, Edna, easy.
1: Edna, Susan.
0: I think Athena. That's my top three as well. Yeah, um, it just makes. I sense. think they would.
1: I think Edna, Susan, and Athena. How I think will be higher mark because they're the top three in the top three. But I also think like Edna is someone who. Is gonna has that story arc of high expectation going in, got cut early. So what can you do now?
0: It's a tea of coffee all over again.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's tea of coffee.
0: Um, I'm excited. I will. I'm excited to see what happens next. Congratulations to all the queens of Drag Race LG. Congratulations to Drag yeah. Um listeners if you are a fan of this season um i would need your help now because i for those who are fans of the podcast i always do the drag race uh block talk drag race end of the year awards i usually like finalize everything at the end i'm like wait i missed xyz and then i get mad at myself
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want you to let me know what your favorite moments, your favorite looks, your favorite queens, your favorite judges, everything. Let me know your favorite things and I will start com- putting them on my list in addition to what I already have, because you mm-hmm. have things I-, I already started tallying things up as we as we go along. Um so please reach out to me. Let me know what you think should be included in the year-round wrap-up. Um, and hopefully we'll include them. We'll see. Uh, Precious, I'm sure you'll be messaging me an entire list of things I should include
1: um just put susan for all of them i'm pretty sure no no i think i think definitely i'm like i know i have like a few queens i'm like oh yeah that'd be best promo um of like you know meme moments or like shocking moments i'm like oh yeah i think i have a couple from the season and sweden i've been like in the back of my head like make note make mental notes so when uh when the time comes i like have it ready
0: and that's why I'm, like,
1: going to do it,
0: like, as the season ends, so it's a little more fresh in people's minds.
1: Well, yeah, because I think it's, like, I think I remember last year when I was, before we did the Block Talk Awards or uh, the end of the year wrap-up, I was literally had, to, in, pro, um, when I was going through the list of, like, worst looks, I literally had tabs open re-looking at every one of them, being, like, <laughs> right. being like, I forgot about this look. Or then I remember, I'm remembering, like, going, oh, this look should have been benched. wasn't that Why shouldn't that get Bob nominated L- or like Luckily,
0: that? luckily yeah. I also have a spreadsheet with the yeah. Toots Boots with for every look so far. Um, So I'm going to be including that in there. Mm -hmm. Where can we find you on social media and Venmo and any projects you want to plug?
1: Um, I can be found on the Instagram at Harry is Precious as Harry, uh, Twitter and V of Precious. And Venmo Precious Envy. I love to be different on every social media. Uh, depending on when this goes live, uh, I will be at Rock Bar tomorrow night, because we're recording on Sunday, uh, April 10th, at 8 PM. I will get a jump start on my birthday uh, by doing a little precious happy birthday to Precious Envy. Technically, it is Precious's birthday because I did start doing drag officially in early April. Uh, It's also like when I moved to New York. So this is my I just I just hit 11 years. I think this weekend Um, as a a New Yorker, I'm walking here. Uh, And then uh, next weekend, I will be in Michigan for about like a week and a half spending (laughs) turning 43 in, in the luscious land of Michigan
0: amazing well thank you so much for being here and i'm
1: no problem be back soon exactly i'll see y'all soon kids